Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. In the name of Jesus. You know, I think for this year is um, a year of open doors. Praise the Lord. And as scripture, remember? And as scripture is Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. Normally we go all the way, but we've been dwelling on 7 and 8. Shall we read together? And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write. So bring this to the angel, to the mouthpiece, to, to the one that's. How am I going to put it now? To my spokesperson over the house, to my under shepherd. So what are you looking at it? In the spirit or in the physical? This is the message for the house. So I want to pass it through my mouth. So write this to the angel. Let him know what I'm thinking about the entire place. So who is writing? This thing says he who is holy. And that's why I say, when we say holiness, we're not trying to put you into bondage. We're trying to put you, bring you into a total liberation. Total liberation. Where you are free from yourself. And free from the devil or man. Holy. He who is holy, he who is true, that is, again, you know what we say about the truth. The truth is reality. I says anything beyond reality will be strict sooner or later, a matter of time. The truth will be strict. I mean, have you ever heard anybody say the naked truth? Heard that kind of expression before? Truth is always naked, it's transparent. Any embellishment on truth is fake. It's invariably fall off. So that the truth will be seen clearly. So he who is holy, he who is true. So what I want to address you about is concerning holiness, is concerning reality, the truth. And of course, you will see that with these two, then the key to open and shut is there. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So he who is holy, he who has the key of David, and he who opens and no one can shut, and he who shuts and no one can open, and no one opens rather. Um, I know your works. But before then, uh, emphasis, the one dealing with me, the one I'm dealing with, is the one that opens, and no one shuts. It's one that shuts, and no one opens. And what he's telling me simply is this. His processes are defined by opening and shutting. Yep. If he opens a way, if he makes a way for you, nobody can shut it. Amen. If the devil opens his way towards you, he will shut it. Amen. And when he shuts, nobody can open. I mean, before coming for Wednesday service, I was thinking, well, well, he said, want to tell you one or two? I said, yes, sir. Said Pharaoh, say I shot the door against him. I shot his life because he was going after my people. Say Herod, I shot the door against him. I shot his life. He was going after my people. Nebuchadnezzar, I shot the door against him. He became an animal. When I shot, until I opened, and until after seven years, Nebuchadnezzar himself said, "My understanding returned to me." He didn't even know that he was an animal. King became an animal. He didn't even know. And you never see God move like this except he wants to prove his sovereignty. So when he says, he who is real, he's saying, look, I'm the sovereignty of sovereignties. And when he says, I shot no man, open, I open no man shots, he's just defining his sovereignty. There's so much I allow you, there's so much I brought you into, but I'm still the sovereign Lord. He still creates and he can destroy he can make a life and he can kill. He is God. You hear him say things like, where were you when I was laying the foundations of the earth? And somebody say, who, 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 who so much understand God as to counsel him as to what to do? He is God. So now I tell this church that the one who is talking is the one who is God and no other. Mm. 
So if I remind myself often, I said, the God I'm dealing with, when he opens, no man can shut. When men try to shut, ah, let me quickly remind you, if it's a door that God opens, the devil and men will always try to shut it. It's one of the lessons you have to learn early in life, at least in your Christian life. A great and effectual door is opened unto me, and many are the adversaries. So perhaps when you see a concentration of adversaries and adversities around, it's an indication of an open door. So rather than getting into getting walked up and then giving up, why don't you just take calm, be still? So you can see what is actually opening. If you are a child of God, it can be indicative. Usually it is indicative of an effectual door somewhere. When all of a sudden there's and they're like, oh, oh, before you begin to shout, why? Why don't you look beyond it? Because he will never leave me, he will never forsake me. And the one I'm dealing with, when he opens, no man can shut. No matter how formidable the problem and opposition may be, he can shut you in. Then he reminded me of the doors that he opened, that mentioned that he didn't shut. He opened it. He said, when? Threatened not to talk again in the name of... By the time they lifted up their voices, earthquake, boom! They got up and they started speaking like the Locked in. Earthquake, the door opened. They walked out. They went back to look for them. Everything like it wasn't open, but they were no more there physically. Let me say this. Whether emotionally, physical, physically, or spiritually, I don't care the bondage this morning. You know what he said to me? He said, I'm coming this morning in an interruption. It's going to interrupt the binding natural processes that I've been holding you back. Say, why is he talking this way? Because I, he gave me a revelation. So if you don't remember anything this year, remember that the door that he opens cannot be shut in the name of Jesus. And the door he shut cannot be opened no matter the threats. Just know that. And remember, faith only begins where there's a promise. Where there's a revelation of his word a revelation of what he says he will do or has done. That's where faith begins. Hello? Pastor Tao, it's because you're a pastor. Okay. You just bear your cross. Then Pastor Tao will bear his cross. Because Pastor Tao has grace for his own. You have grace for your own. Everybody has one. Praise the Lord. In the place of your assignment, that's where you write yourself more because that's your assignment. What I just said, you write that. If you're in the place of your assignment, then why, do you, why are you complaining? There will be challenges. It's expected. But that's why it's your assignment. So you overcome it and establish God there. That's why it's your assignment. Okay. So I know your work. See, I've said before you an open door and no one and shut it. Now, for you have a little strength. I may not be able to come back to explain. For you have a little strength. But you have a little strength. In other words, naturally speaking, you don't have what it takes to accomplish this. But let me quickly say this to you. If it's a divine assignment, you should feel that way. Because if God will commit to you what you can do in your power, then it's not God anymore. You know why? Because God likes to be depended upon. But man is busy working towards independence. Mistake. The whole Bible, I've looked at it over and over. God did not create you to be independent. You see what you mean? He has created you to be dependent on him. Okay. So when I depend on him, then that can define your independence because you trust him. So there is dependence. Then the other kind of dependence that is expected of you is interdependence. 
so I can agree and I can collaborate and we get things done because two we accomplish much more than one but independence I don't care who she is and what she does I don't care I'm, it's just me, mine and I I know that's not God that's the devil that's the problem we are facing in the developing world and mostly in our own country Nigeria when a leader of the people only thinks of himself trouble it's a misnomer it's not a leader it's a hireling it's an oppressor anything that defines corruption is oppression of the people so he said you have a little strength I know that that was strength if you look at it from, the, from Strong's it says it's, oof, I'll quickly read it to you it says to be able power especially achieving power it says all the words derived from the term duna have the meaning of being able capable uh, uh, they now say spoken of interesting power either physical or moral was in the verb to the man of the body in power you know stands in opposition to weakness so what he's saying is that your ability cannot match the expectation of your assignment your strength cannot but I know that you have engaged in the assignment why you have not denied my name you have what you have kept my word so you know that in the physical you cannot but because God assigned me and called me I am going all the way if he calls me he will see me through so my dependence is on God you know how it works so because of that what you need power and strength to open I will open it before you get there your life will never stop dazzling your generation. Because they will see you move through certain things and they will wonder how. That's why you continue to amaze them. That's why this strength is miraculous power. It is accomplishing power. Enabling power. Ability, capacity to finish. And I was thinking of that and I realized what he said to Paul, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse, I think, 9, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made what? Is the same word, strength. For my strength is made what? Perfect. Ah, look at the word perfect there. The word perfect from Strong's is... Perfect means to complete. My tour. Make perfect by reaching the intended goal. Hello, are you hearing me? And he tried to explain it further. He said, let me tell you how it works. And give an example somewhere. He said, when I said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Then he told me, Hebrews 11, 11. How on night will a woman of night start to ovulate all of a sudden and go pregnant and give birth? Her strength could not. Her natural strength had gone. She was, not, she was not even menstruating again. She had menopause 40, 50 years ago. But all of a sudden. But what does the Bible say in Hebrews 11? 11? It said, by faith Sarah also received what? Oh, now you see with the strength. Do you now know that in the place of your assignment, you depend on received strength? Does it? Does it? That's why I said this service, he told me, said it's an interruption. Amen. The same thing happened in the first service. Follow me closely. Your strength is small. I know you. I know your works. I know your capacity. I know what's expected of you. I know that naturally speaking, you cannot do it. But I can see you engaging it depending on me. It's done. Woohoo! It's done. The world has written you off. But because you are engaging on it and depend, it is done. Woohoo! <laughs> That's the way it works. 
So whoever told me that is by my strength, just give me unnecessary trouble. I must be frank with you. Many people, many of my contemporaries have skills. Many of my contemporaries have means. Can I be frank with you? I have Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I'm not joking. I am confident. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, I am confident. Of his ability, I am confident. Oh, I feel the fire. And this thing is never, it's not just limited to any person. It's for all of us. So you can begin to see why he's saying to the church, to the angel of the church, this is for my people. Your strength may be small, but I have opened the door. I've opened the door. Where they need a hundred pounds, a hundred thousand pounds to open the door, and you just have a hundred thousand naira, I will open the door. Yeah. Sir, what if I open the door? Yeah. Then they begin to marvel. How? Uh, leave that for them to think. Let them do research over that. Let them do their research. By faith, she receives strength, and she gave birth. At ninety, <laughs> your strength may be small, but you have kept my word and you have not denied my name. So see. So rather than begin to despair, start to see a great and effective door is open. First Corinthians, a huge, a huge door of opportunity for good work has opened. Open up here. Open up for me. Now look at the other side. There is also mushroom. But those were, those were great adversities. Adversaries. Relative to the door. Mushroom. But if you don't consider the door, it's for multiple opposition for which you'll be shaken. But when in spite of the opposition, you look beyond and you see you discover that this is mushroom. You know what makes it mushroom? Because you, you will not employ your strength, you will employ his strength. Okay. Then, to further stress and establish ourselves in this word of the Lord was this year that the door is open and no devil can shut it. So I think for the month, kingdom manifestation because it's time to manifest that the doors are open and then a scripture of course remember Romans 14 17 for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking but righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost righteousness peace and joy these are manifestations these are qualities of the kingdom and uh, the expression here is simply saying that it's not the observance of strict religious laws that um, that portrays you as being part of the kingdom. It is what comes from inside. It is a manifestation of the inner spirit, the recreated spirit, the Christ-like nature from the inside that truly establishes that you are part of the kingdom or that you are a kingdom extender. Yeah? So, in studying this, I look at it and say, interesting. Jackie for makes it simple. It's not, it's not just observance of things. Because the truth is this. No matter how much you observe laws and regulations, they don't change your nature. But when your nature is changed, you observe more than the laws. You live more than the laws is expecting you to live. That shall not kill, that shall not steal, that shall not covet, that shall not, that shall not, that shall, Old Testament, good. Because God was making us understand that what we saw as the natural life then was fraught with sin and bondage. So when he brought his law, he revealed sin. But when Jesus came, 
He said, my coming is fulfillment of the law. The price is paid. If you take my nature, you don't need anybody to tell you. That nature, a boss. All those things, just like that. That's why if any man being Christ is a new creation. All things. I tell people, I say, if anybody ever tells you that they are not tempted, it's a lie. Every man is tempted. Even Jesus was tempted. How? He said, if it were possible, let this call pass over me. But that was why he came. But the power to overcome temptation is what we have have, have been given. And if anybody sins, we have an advocate. So if you confess, repent, it's faithful and just to forgive you. But that means that you so detest it, it so bothered you, you don't want it again, so you repent, you make the U-turn. And then he will cleanse you, he will forgive you, and cleanse you from righteousness. Otherwise, accusation will continue of the devil. And because of the torture you went through from the time you fell to the time you came back, you don't want it again. You don't understand it until you begin to live by the Spirit. So I began to look at this closely. So it's from the inside. Then I was reminded in John chapter 4. John chapter 4, quickly. Remember the woman of Samaria that came to meet Jesus by the, by the well? And Jesus said, give me a drink. And she was posing. And Jesus said, if you only knew who it is that is asking for a drink, you would have asked me to give you. And I will give you the water. So Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God, that is himself, Jesus, uh, and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. You see, what I'm asking you to give me is perishable. But if you understand who is coming to you to ask you, you understand that he's positioning you for a blessing. Because then you now ask me to give you, and once I give you, it will never finish. You will go and come back tomorrow to come and look for water. You might have given me some here. You will come back next tomorrow. You come back the day after tomorrow, rather. You come back two weeks' time. You come back next month. You keep on coming to look for water. But if I give you, it will become a well. And you become a, you begin to flow. And it will flow all through your life. It will flow even in eternity. You know what that is establishing? That means that this life is what Jesus begins in you. And once it begins, it starts to what? Flow. So manifestation can never be until there is a regeneration. So Jesus gives, and from that day you begin to flow from inside out. I'm talking to someone here because your life will never be the same again. In the name of Jesus, the troubles that have always overcome you, you begin to, oh, you just see yourself overcoming in the name of Jesus. (laughs) In the name of Jesus. Look at John chapter 17. See Jesus again. John chapter 7 from verse 37. On the last day, that, that great day, of the feast. Jesus, who stood? Come on, help me. Jesus stood. And what did he do? He cried out. Uh, Say what? If anyone thirsts, let him come to me. To who? To Jesus. And do what? Drink. Uh Uh-huh. 38. Because he who believes in me, he who believes in me, he who believes in me, he who believes that I died, I resurrected, I have come to save you. He said, aha. And you receive me as your Lord, out of your belly shall what? Oh, shall be trinkles? That should be flow. 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 <laughs> flow. Can't you see? I'm just talking about it. I'm just moving here, talking about it. People are, uh, some people will shout and jump there. Some will shout and jump there. That's the flow. Somebody was writing. He said, oh my goodness. He said, anointing service. He said, throughout, abroad. I can't remember where she is. Tennessee. We go home and I saw everything was coming. He said, twice she sent it. He said, I just said, I have to be part of this. He said, I had my baby, we were on the floor. I got up again, we were on the floor. He said, I've been hearing that anointing knows no distance. He said, I experienced it for the first time. Flow. When you understand that you are a source or that you carry the source, mm,
So, talking about the kingdom, I got thrilled. When in Luke 17, 21, quickly. I can go on with this. Jesus said, oh, talking about the Holy Ghost, he said, he will come. I, I've been telling you that he will come and he will be with you. He will not just be with you, he's going to be in you. Aha. And look at what he says there concerning the kingdom. He was talking to the Pharisees. He says, no, will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is where? And I've seen some preaching, very intelligent preaching, theologically sound, but not spiritually correct. I mean it. About this. They say within here actually means among. They didn't get it right. So the first thing I did, I went to, I have a teacher. I believe he's one of the greatest scholars living today. Highly Pentecostal, highly charismatic, but men. Very few scholars like this guy. So I went to look at what he has to say. Jack Hayford. Luke 17, 21. Hear what he says. Luke 17, 21. Uh-huh. Commentary. It says, In contrast to the expectations of the Pharisees, 20 and 21, the kingdom is not external and physical. In the sense of being a political domain, but rather internal and spiritual within you. So though it may also say it may also be translated in your midst. It may also, but that's not the that's what I'm saying. It says, if it is so, then Jesus is actually saying that you are looking for signs to show you when the kingdom where it is or where it's coming from. So what you don't know is that the kingdom is in me and I'm amongst you. <laughs> and I carried my own studies. I looked at this set of words in Greek. And I looked in the same strongs. And I looked in the entire Bible where I will find another word like this. Of course, if it's going to be old, new, sorry, new Testament, I found one, only one other reference. Matthew 23, 26. Blind Pharisees first cleansed the inside of the cup and dish and the outside of them, that the outside of them may be clean also. He's saying the same thing. If it does not begin from your inside, it cannot be seen on the outside. But that's where I'm going. The very word here is inside. The same word within is inside. And this is the only other place you find it. So what we're saying is that the kingdom of God is inside. Which is in agreement with all the scriptures I've been telling you out of a belly. Hallelujah. I can continue. I, I didn't tell him first. Time. Let me go to say, with what will I, am I going to liken the kingdom of God? It's like a man that took a little more bit and planted it. Aha. Or the parable of the sower. I said, now explain it to us. The sower scattered. The sower that sows, sows what? The word. Ooh, what about the sower? The heart of man. He said, once again, the kingdom, for the kingdom to be established here, I have to embed it in the heart of man. And I impart it by the word. <laughs> so be careful what you hear and how you hear. And what's planted? He grows. It becomes a giant tree, affecting the entire environment. So it starts from inside of you. So Jesus on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a job! Jesus on the inside is working on the outside. So Christianity is an inside-out thing. It's an inside-out thing. All through the Bible, you find it. I can go on. Hmm. For you, it is, under, it is given to understand the mystery of the kingdom. Mark chapter 4, I think Matthew chapter 13. For you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. What is the mystery? Seed planted in the heart of man. <sighs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Now, quickly look at what Paul then says in Romans chapter 8. Pick it from verse 5. In the name of Jesus. You've been hearing miracles. You have been hearing. Now you will be the miracle. Hey! In the name of Jesus. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. In the name of Jesus, I know. 
Grow. This is Christianity. A door is open that no man can shut. Don't, don't you ever write off yourself. It can happen anytime, anywhere. But I'll show you where to rest your thinking. Because that's where that's where that's that's, that's what happened. Fools! From whom? Here is the writing. Here is the writing. It represents the writing. The time is coming. The time is coming when you enter a place, some people will run away. I'm not joking. It is based on the revelation you have of who he is and who you are. Gone are the days when somebody will do like this to you, you go and be shaking. You say, Ah, you say, Holy Ghost. Hey. You two say, Holy Ghost, help me. Hey. See, see who, will, who will suffer, whether it's you or them. I command healing, I command deliverance. In the name of Jesus. I command freedom. In the name of Jesus. Open doors. In the name of Jesus. Pastor, can I do this? That's what I'm saying. This is who you are. This is what you should do. There's no magic. He's the, say the word I speak to you. Spirit. Life. Your word opens doors. Your word shuts doors. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> say my words. Open doors. Shut doors. In the name of Jesus. So you can command some doors to open now. Command is in Jesus' name. Command, command, command. Command, command, command in the name of Jesus. Okay, sit down. So, you see what it means when we say take authority, it's because you have authority. When you know you have authority, you take authority. Uh huh. We were landing in Orlando. It was a good flight. And then we got there. They said, a storm. We were in the air for almost an hour. It couldn't land. Storm. I knew that the storm was waiting for us. But he made a mistake. Okay. So we sat down. We were looking. Sat down. Okay. Do you go? Do you go? Ah. All of a sudden, he just came inside and said, ah, Why are you? You are waiting for the storm. You won't answer. Take authority. I say, ah, let's take authority now. In the name of Jesus, we take authority. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Within two minutes, Pilate said, oh, yeah, it's clear. I've been told to come down. And God said to me, he said, that's what happens in your life. You keep quiet. You are watching the devil flying, jumping. Take authority in the name of Jesus. You have it. You don't need to beg for it. You have it. If you are born again, you have it. generational cause it's been happening to my great grandfather your great grandfather didn't know Jesus like you know him your great grandfather your grandfather didn't have the revelation that you have today Uh so what are we talking about hallelujah somebody somebody wants to take authority over something take it now in the name of Jesus take authority now in the name of Jesus Yes, somebody say enough is enough. I agree with you. Say in the name of Jesus, whatever I bind on that is bound in heaven. Whatever I lose on that is losing in heaven. So take authority, bind and lose now in the name of Jesus. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> hey! In Jesus' name we pray. Let me finish now. Sit down. I'll finish. (laughs) Christianity is good. Can't you see? He told me, he said, This this has to be interruption. 
I'm going to interrupt the devil. I'm going to shut certain doors against the devil in the name of Jesus. I'm going to open certain doors for my people in the name of Jesus. <laughs> hey! Let me ask you a question. Who cast out demons there? Who stopped the devil there? She took authority. You can't take authority in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you what the devil tries to do. He tries to embarrass you. He tries to disgrace you. He tries to bring you from place of honor to dishonor. Take authority in the name of Jesus. If you leave him, he will mess you up. Take authority over your finances. Authority over your health. Over your wife. Over your husband. Over your children. Over your ministry. Shaka papa. In the name of Jesus. I take authority. I take control. Not the devil, not any man, not any devil. I take authority in the name of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Aren't you glad you're in church? I'm glad I'm in church. I'm glad for. <laughs> okay, let's look at this. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds. You see what I mean? Now, your mind will be on the fact that you are a carrier of the kingdom. Come on. Any pregnant woman here? Just stand up right here. Don't come out. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Sit down. God bless you. Sit down. God bless you. Sit down. Anything you do, you are mindful of your. If everybody's running, before you run, you first. So you run gently. If they are jumping, you, you, you are conscious of what you carry. You carry the kingdom. You carry the power. So the kingdom of God is not in words but in what power know who you carry know what you carry so you need to be conscious of what you carry that's how that's the only way it will produce results setting their minds on the flesh to produce the flesh if there be any good report if there be any virtue But those who live according to the Spirit, they set their minds on the things of the Spirit. What I just said is, I set your mind on the things of the Spirit. Look at this. Six of the Spirit. Six. For to be carnally minded is what? But to be spiritually minded is what? The kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace. Ah, and Philip went to Samaria, to Samaria and he preached Christ, the mystery of Christ. And demons came out and people were healed and there was great joy in the city. Why? Because then later he said, um, then, when the, when the, verse 8, they said, when the people believed the message of the kingdom that he preached, and I said, wait a minute, so what is the mystery of the kingdom that he preached? The mystery of the kingdom is the mystery of Christ. Verse 3, mystery of Christ, and everything is happening. Reporting the same thing in verse 8, say the mystery of the kingdom. So when Jesus came for 40 days and 40 nights after resurrection, and he was preaching concerning the things of the kingdom, what was it? The mystery of Christ. And you see the mystery here now. For to carry mind is dead, and to be spirit is seven, 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 seven. Because the kind of mind is empty against God, for it is not simply to God, for indeed it can, for it, no, indeed can be. Eight. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Nine. But you are, not in the spirit, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, it's not his. So it begins by being born again, by actually having the spirit of Christ inside of you. It creates a well that will never stop flowing until heaven. Even in heaven, it will still keep on flowing. Nine. But, uh, yeah, 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 okay, ten. And if Christ is in you, if Christ is where? Uh-huh. Then the body is what? Because of but what the spirit is what? Come on, help me. Because of what? Now the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy. Can you see everything happening here? It begins from the inside. Okay. Eleven. But if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of and dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will what? So now that I know that he dwells inside of me then that sickness has no right. Yeah. Uh, you see what I mean? You see what I mean? You see what I mean? Because if you could raise the dead body of Jesus Christ, so whatever the devil is trying to use to kill you, Otiku, 
I mean it's dead. But it begins with the consciousness of who you have on the inside. If he's there, he will quicken your body. He will, and he will bring life to your body. You see? I can go on. I can tell you more. Because if you look at it down that place, <laughs> he will lead you, he will guide you. He will stop living by the flesh. Because carnally minded, let's go. Once you are spiritually minded, he will just shut the door against carnal mindedness. Okay. Uh, I'll show you the mystery. It says that Christ made the hope of glory. That's the mystery. That's the mystery hidden from the ages. And what's the mystery? Christ in you. Particularly among the Gentiles. So we are really hitting the nail on the head. And here what Paul said. See Ephesians chapter 3. Let's take it from the beginning of the prayer. Ephesians chapter 3. I think from verse 6. Verse 14 or 16. 3. Yeah. For this reason, I bow my knees to the front of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul is now praying for the church like us. Um, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, yes, sir, that he will grant unto Tyro and every member of the Phantom of Life Church, yeah, that's the kind of prayer, uh-huh, according to the riches of his glory, if you understand, when he's talking about the mystery hidden from the ages, he said, it is the riches of his glory. And what is the riches of the glory? He said, Christ in you. But let me continue with this one. To be strengthened with might through his spirit, where? Where does it come to? Where does it where does it start the process? Inside always. Okay. See the prayer. That you'll be strengthened. Once you are strong inside, you'll be strong outside. Okay. 17. That Christ will dwell where? You see what I mean? Not in your head, not in your hand, not in your chest, in your heart, in your innermost being. Okay? Through faith. How? Through faith. You must know and believe it. Receive your salvation and hold on to it. Uh, being written and guarded in love, 18, may be able to comprehend. Can you see what the inside mindedness of Christ does? It gives you an unusual comprehension. I'm telling you. They will be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ. A lot of people cannot really design the love of Christ. Like she was preaching. You've got to know that he loves you. If you don't know, huh? And know the love of Christ that, that passes what? So you cannot go to any school to understand what we are saying. No school on earth. It's the only spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can let you know that. And once you have it, you flow above knowledge. That you may be what? Feed on the inside with what? All the fullness of God. When God fills you up. <laughs> Go ahead, 20. It is after that. Now to him who is able to do what? Woohoo! You will never be average again in your life. <laughs> yeah, even your mistake will dazzle people. Amen. Because he's trying to be made perfect in your weakness. Amen. Where you are saying, oh my goodness, and you are saying, God, God, when he comes in, you provoke his own ability to complete it. Amen. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To do exceedingly, abundantly, above some. So are you making up your mind now? Yes, or you want to remain where you used to be? Yes, Hold nothing back from Jesus. Exceedingly, abundantly, above, above some, that we what? Are there things you are asking? Are you sure? Expect some overwhelming answer. An oversupply solution. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Make sure you share your testimony because it will encourage all of us. It will encourage all of us. Uh What we ask or think. Oh, is there anything bothering you? You've been thinking and thinking and thinking over it. Like, man, man, man. Say, God will surpass. He's yeah. able to do it. Isn't abundantly above? Yeah. But how will he do it? Everybody, read, read with me. How? <laughs> so, the power is there. But if I don't mind it enough to depend. 
depend on it, like she might it to depend on it, she'll get results and I'll be wondering. It's according to the power that works in us, given that hell we all have it, but it is only by faith. That's why it requires consciousness of what you carry. It's only according to the power that works where? In! Every death sentence, I nullify the name of Jesus. And if he's going to prove stubborn, say no. I want to move, not I say back to Sunday in the name of Jesus. By the power and the blood of Jesus and in the name of Jesus. <laughs> According to the power that works in me. Uh-huh. Out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. You see, this is what we don't do much in the church. We don't really teach it anymore. We just excite the people excited, and they just do for the miracle. So you want to come again before your miracle happens. Your miracle happens 24-7 in the name of Jesus. When you know who you are, what you carry. And you are now conscious of who you are. That's the door that is open, which no man can shut. Help you see. Ooh, I feel the fire. It's according to the power that works in us. So be mindful of that. Otherwise, you'll be mindful of the power that works against you. Be more mindful of the power that works in you. One last scripture. I have more, but I'll stop there. Colossians 1, 26. Aha, that's right. Okay, 26, 29. I'll close with this. Look at it. The mi- ever say mystery. Shut up. The Old Testament prophet didn't have this one. So if you say some things like this, ah, you are more knowledgeable than Jeremiah here. Eh, ah, 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 ah. Read your Bible now. They didn't know this. The P, they tried, they, they were struggling to see that he didn't show it to them. You know it today. Then Isaiah. <laughs> the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations. But now, that was in the time of Paul. New Testament. Paul wrote it. But now has been revealed to who? Any saint in the house? Shut up. It's only revealed to a saint now, not saints in the Old Testament. Next verse. To them, God willed to make known. Can you see what I'm saying? It's all, it's, it's, it's all, everything rests on knowledge. Make known what are the riches. Can you see the riches of the glory here? What are the riches of the glory of this mystery? Among who? That is, if you are not a blood Israelite, blood bath or blood born Israelite, you are a Gentile. Uh, so we are, we are talking about us. And what is this mystery among the Gentiles? Come on, which is what? What is the mystery? What is the mystery? What is the mystery? How can you say you're a Christian and you're not conscious of this? You see why you struggle? You see why I struggle? This is the whole essence of Jesus coming and dying and resurrecting so that we can carry him, carry the spirit, carry the kingdom inside of us. Then we manifest the qualities of the kingdom. Whether morally, physically, financially, mentally, we just manifest. Because that's who we are on the inside. Which is Christ in you. Come on, help me. The hope of what? Glory. Woo-hoo. You see, when they see things that are around you, everyone say glory. When they, when they see things around you, they say, ah! They, say, they sense God. They say glory be to God. Glory be to God. Christ in you, the hope of Glory. Next verse. Him that is Christ who preach. So when Philip preached the which Christ? Miracles, signs, deliverance, wonders everywhere. Great joy in the city. Righteousness, peace, and joy. And verse 8 it said, He preached the mystery of the kingdom. And that's the preaching Christ. Okay. Him, Christ, will preach. Warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man what? You cannot carry this kind of teaching and this kind of understanding and dwell there day and night and you know, end well. You are finishing well in Jesus' name. Amen. I say we are finishing well in the name of Jesus. Amen. I know it's not, I think, to us, you not of evil, but of good to what? To, to bring you to an expected end. 
who is, who, who is defining the, expect, the expectation? God! What he created you to be! Say, so my strength is made what? Perfect. You finish well. Amen. I'll finish well. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Better, bigger, and brighter. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. That we pray, everyone perfect in Christ is not my last verse. Everybody read with me. To this end, Paul was writing, I also what? That Paul talking about himself. To this end, I also labor, striving according to what? Who? Christ walking, which he what? Which he walks? Where, 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 where was Christ walking his work? In me! How? Mightily! <laughs> so when Paul will come here and he say, uh, Brother Paul, preach! He say, I know Christ. He say, Christ, I know you are walking in me mightily. When he begins with people, deliverance, restoration. Because he knows that he's walking mightily. According to the power that works in you. And now we just turned and we saw him. He said, that's the power that works mightily in me. Yeah. And that's what is working in Pastor Tower this morning. <laughs> I'm glad that God can be this gracious to us. And you yourself, now you're a miracle center. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it quickens your motor body, it affects your mind morally, physically. And anyhow, in the name of Jesus, I don't just stop there, it flows. You can't hold it. It just flows. It connects. We are meditating on it. It's connecting. You talk of favor. You have never seen favor before. You are about, you are about to witness favor in your life. In the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai would require. Please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoji, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.